The term alien. The moment you hear it, what comes to mind? Is it some six-eyed, eight-legged, strange creature from your most recent nightmare? Or perhaps is it some of those little green men who are cute and cuddly and are only interested in basically taking all the cows from us, but they're willing to share all the secrets of the universe with you and you know, be really nice and all that other good stuff? Whether it's one or the other, it's something that is pretty much the same. It's something completely unfamiliar to the human experience. And that's my episode today on this alien edition of Stories I Like, Love, and Hate. This is The Writer's Lens, and I'm your host, JCL Felto. All right, so coming back yet again with a vengeance. Thanks for tuning in on the writer's lens again. Uh, this is JCL Felto, your host. And if you enjoyed the one from way, way back, the dinosaurs edition of this podcast, uh, we're moving right along with yet another really fun favorite of mine, which is uh, the alien edition of the writer's lens. So, quick recap: stories I like, love, and hate is this uh, short series I'm doing about typical or not-so-typical stories about a particular genre or maybe an idea, and then I pick that apart. I talk about what I like about it, what I don't like, uh, or you know, obviously what I love about it, and I typically go in the like-love-hate order. That seems to be the way that most people process things. Oh, here's all the good news first, and then we'll give you the bad news on the back end. Uh, unless you're one of those people who wants the bad news first, and then you want a better ending with the good news. But uh, we're not as pessimistic, or, or we're not as optimistic around here, I should say, as others. That's why I do it in that order. But either way, uh, this edition of The Writer's Lens is all about aliens and alien stories. Now, what I like about alien stories more than anything is they all pretty much have the same vein of feel to them. And the feel to them is that they are all about the unknown. They're all about something unfamiliar. They're all about something we've never seen before. They're always about some kind of you know awful creature or something or other that has caused uh, maybe disdain or perhaps is going to cause a global crisis. You never know, okay? You just never, never know what the aliens are going to do. But for me the alien is always very interesting because you don't know. It is unknown. It is mysterious. You have no clue what the alien in this film is going to do. And depending upon the trailer or depending upon the, the book title or what you read in the synopsis, it get, kind of gives you a bit of an idea as to where it might be going. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of writers will throw that curveball in there, uh, a la M. Night Shyamalan, and uh, th totally throw that curveball at you and say, okay, you thought it was bad, now it's good, or you thought it was good, now it's really bad. And often when it's bad, it's really, really bad. But I, I like alien movies and stories. Uh, you know, I find them interesting because, again, like I said, it, it, it pings that curious uh, nerve uh, in all of us about, you know, well, what's out there? You know, what, what truly is beyond uh, Earth's atmosphere and beyond the moon, beyond Mars, all that other good stuff. So uh, stories I like are abounding in this. You know, uh, if I'm just talking film, uh, you know, alien films tend to fall into that category of the really horrifying, you know, like what would happen if we ran into aliens that didn't like us, so like a la War of the Worlds, Independence Day, uh, Alien. You know, these are all really aligned with the idea of like, what would happen if the worst thing could happen when we encountered aliens? You know, the, uh, some of the more recent films, like the movie Life with Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds had a very short period of time in that film. 
you know, there was Arrival. Uh, there was the movie Annihilation. There's been a lot of movies recently with aliens where the aliens are always not so nice. Uh, you could go back a little bit further to films like District 9, which was a little bit different in that it, it had this idea that we were kind of keeping the aliens prisoner uh, and experimenting on them and, and treating them as though they were some marginalized group of society. There were a lot of undertones in that that were pretty interesting. But for the most part, these are antagonistic relationships with aliens. Uh, if you want to go even further with that, Things like The Thing, which is a psychological thriller more than anything. Uh, it could have been about a murderer uh, that was living in the Antarctic with these guys and nobody knew who the killer was, but instead it was this shape-shifting creature or parasite they found under the ice. Uh, so that was very good. And then, of course, you have the much more family-friendly type of stuff. You have E.T., you know, you like I said, you have Space Jam, you have uh, Men in Black, you have the uh, kind of morbid humor of Mars attacks that you will find in these films. But again, as I said in the intro, the one thing about alien films that almost always holds true is that it deals with the unfamiliar. It deals with this idea that you have encountered something that can move around, it has life, but we don't know what it is doing or what it wants or what it, you know, does it have motivations? Does it have intentionality? To, what, you know, what is it about this new thing that we just don't know and we have to uncover, we have to research and find out? So that's innately what I like about alien uh, stories in general. One story I love more than anything, though, uh, which is going to play into the idea of the stories that I hate about alien uh, stories and film, is the movie Signs with M. Night Shyamalan. Now, Signs is probably not the greatest film that Shyamalan ever made. It's one of the highest grossing films I think he ever did. But Signs, for me, uh, was such a good, good alien movie because it had a crossroads of the idea of religion and aliens. And in a lot of alien stories, you don't really get that. You don't really have this expose of, okay, aliens show up on the planet, and now it's a fight for survival, or it's a let's try to understand them, or maybe it's a nice alien, or maybe it's a not-so-nice alien. Maybe there's something you know bigger out there that we have to consider. There's never this obvious thing that needs to happen, which is to reconcile the idea of what would the religious people of this world do if aliens showed up because the common theme that we have uh, in the mainstream is that religion and aliens just don't mix. It's the idea that you know human beings are special, humans were made by God, uh, there are no higher beings than, than us, at least in the material sense, because God created us last. Uh, you know We have this special place in his order of creation. There are no other uh, animals out there. We're supposed to actually dominate the animals that we live with. We're supposed to have dominion over them, uh, at least in a, in, in a Christian sense. We're supposed to have dominion over the animals and everything else. So this idea of another race of beings on another planet that has more power than us, or perhaps is sentient like us, is a pretty you know uh, counter message to what you might see biblically. Now, again, there's nothing really in the Bible that might say, hey, God didn't create other creatures on other planets. Okay, there really is nothing in there that says that. Uh, and if God did make aliens on other planets, it just would be more of a example of his creativeness. Okay, we're going to make, we're, you know, we're, we're going to make more things on other planets and, you know, let my, my human creations come find them someday just to reveal, you know, who I am. Because again, as far as we know, the universe is huge, okay? It's, it's massive, okay? It's not this small enclosed space. Uh, the heavens extend for a very, very long time, uh, or rather the cosmos. But Signs was a very personal story. It was a story that was about a guy who had lost his faith. He was a former priest. 
uh, Mel Gibson's character, uh, living with his two kids. You know, he had lost his wife in a, in a terrible accident. Uh, and his brother, um, Merrill, was living with them, who was a former minor league baseball player. And these four family members are trying to understand what is happening as an alien uh, group of creatures come to the planet essentially to uh, abduct human beings and, and harvest them, take them away. Now, that's really grisly and that's very morbid. But for me, this intersection of faith and God being involved in this uh, was primarily the story. It was not really about aliens are attacking and we have to batten the hatches. We have to figure out how to fight to survive. They did all those things. But the story was much more about uh, Mel Gibson's character's faith. You know, does he believe God is actually out there? Does God actually try to arrange things? Is God moving behind the scenes? Is God involved in our lives? Is God actually care about his creation like he says he does? Because in his life, his wife was taken from him and taken from him in a, in a very specific uh, way. She was run over or she was ran into a tree by this uh, guy that lived in their small town. Uh, he loses his faith. You know, He walks away from his faith. He doesn't believe God is actually looking out for him because God didn't give him the things or promised him things that maybe he thought God was going to promise him. And so this permeates throughout his whole family. You know, his brother has to wrestle with this idea. His kids are wrestling with this idea of faith. They're wrestling with, you know, their mom being gone. Uh, you know, do you pray to your mother? Yeah, she never really answers me. You know, there's all these deeper questions that are revolving around Mel Gibson's character about whether or not God is actually in the details or if God's even watching over us. And so signs, as much as it is a literal uh, interpretation of the signs being made in the cornfields, Signs is also about the signs that God maybe sends us to get our attention, you know, to, to get, hey, I'm, I'm out here. Hey, check this out. You know, I'm, I'm looking out for you. And that's what a lot of the movie ends up being in the end was, uh, you know, the fact that they've been given messages. Hey, you know, Meryl, swing away. And, you know, and he gets the bat, he kills the alien. Uh, the fact that the son had this asthmatic condition that the poison that would be emitted from the aliens was going to protect him. The fact that uh, water, for whatever reason, was a poison to these creatures, and so there's water everywhere all over their house when an alien breaks in. All of these strange coincidences lead to Mel Gibson's character, again, having this moment where he goes, God, you really are kind of looking out for me. And not only that, he has this moment in the basement, of course, when the aliens are trying to break in. Uh, he starts, you know, exclaiming out loud, don't do this to me again. I hate you. Why would you do this? So he's still recognizing God is there, but he's not willing to give him any credit or even say that he's good in any way. And so, again, for me, this was very, this was very different. You know, I, I don't know too many alien films that have, or should I say have aliens in them, where this intersectionality or this uh, this intersection, this crossroads happens, where we're talking about faith and religion, and we're also talking about the idea or prospect of alien life coming to visit us or us going to visit them. So I found that to be very interesting. It's almost as if it, in Hollywood it's been a very no-go, no-fly zone. You know, we don't have those thing, things cross, and yet Shyamalan did this quite, quite well. On that note... What do I hate about alien stories, right? You might go, okay, Josh, you you mentioned all these cool things, these these uh, these things that you like about alien stories, these alien films. What what exactly is it about aliens that you don't like, or that you or or that you hate in a sense? And I'll tell you this, and it's going to bleed into what I said about what I love about alien stories is that I hate it when the aliens behave like humans. I hate it. Okay, I, I hate it when. 
an alien race is in a, is in a film, and suddenly they start to show uh, components of human uh, nature, you know, so uh, especially the better parts of ourselves, such as compassion, mercy, grace, you know, loving one another. Uh, some of these better attributes, you know, you know, kindness or gentleness, these kinds of things, I hate it when an alien starts to show these things in a movie. I just, I, I hate it, or if I read it out in a story, depending upon what it is, because these are all human things, okay? These are all human things that we have, and despite the pipe dream, I think, of a lot of atheists or agnostic types or even, you know, humanist types, that, you know, the aliens we may encounter someday are going to be just like us. They'll have built-up cities and they're going to want to communicate with us. Uh, you know, if and when and if we ever do encounter aliens of that nature, we better hope that they that there is a king of the universe, that there is a god, because if there isn't, we're going to have a very rough go at things because the only way an alien is going to have compassion, the only way they're going to have mercy, the only way they're going to have... Uh, kindness or love or any of those things is if there is some sort of mind behind all of creation. Uh, if there isn't, then it's going to be exactly like War of the Worlds. It's going to be exactly like Independence Day. It's going to be a fight for survival. Because again, think of human beings. You know, think of human beings as we are. You know, uh, you know how well do we treat one another? Not always that great. You know, how well do we treat livestock? How well do we treat other animals? You know, my I, my kids are cute. They're awesome. Uh, I love them to death. Uh, they're 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 fantastic. But if I put my kids outside and they see an anthill, they're going to want to go over and kick it. They're going to they're going to want to go over and crush it and see what happens if they mess up that ant that anthill and see what's happening over there. Only by me stepping in and saying, "Look, you don't have to do that." Okay, you don't you don't have to do that. At the ants just observe them, see what they're doing. You know, don't stick the magnifying glass over them and burn them with the sun. You know, things like that. These are all natural behaviors. Okay, these are natural behaviors of humanity. But only through an external revelation, only through a God, a king of the universe who could step in and say, whoa, whoa, that's actually not the way to do things. Let me show you the actual attributes of what you were made for. Then I can believe if there's actually aliens out there, they want to show us those kinds of things. Otherwise, it's might is right. Uh, you know, survival of the fittest. We're, we're not going to have a chance. And as I said before, if and when, if we ever did find aliens, the pipe dream of them being compassionate and being merciful and being gracious with us and wanting to share all their technology. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't see that. <laughs> I would not see that happening because let's face it, if they were less than us, if we were to show up on another planet tomorrow and we find these little critters crawling around on four, six, eight legs, whatever they are, and they don't have any complex machines built, they don't have any like real, you know, discernible language we would dominate them, okay? We would want to dominate them. We're not going to build them up and, and turn them into like us because we know how we are. We know what we are defaulted to do. And, you know, so we're not going to do that for some other alien race. We're not going to suddenly, you know, invite them into the coalition of alien United Nations or something like that. It's not going to happen, okay? It's not going to happen. Uh, and it really shouldn't. So uh, to me, again, I hate it in alien stories if the faith component, if the idea of God is completely eradicated from the story and it's just this sort of, like I said, atheist pipe dream of finding random, you know, cells that came together and are now making discernible noise on another planet and they start showing human uh, attributes, I, I kind of tune out. I'm like, ah, you know, this isn't really that fun anymore. You know, I like it more so when uh, the story seems to have this undergirding theme of God 
And there's this idea that the aliens are much more friendly. You know, Close Encounters of the Third Kind is a little bit on that on that wavelength. E.T. kind of does that a little bit, uh, mostly because it's seen through the eyes of a child. And, of course, childlike innocence in many ways is a, is a better way of seeing the world, uh, you know, in terms of, well, how would God, you know, want us to see the world through his eyes is more childlike, okay, being... Uh, you know, uh, being adverse to evil things and wanting to pursue the good things, the good things that would not harm us in a more childlike sense. Those are the kinds of films I can get, or or stories even, I can get behind when it comes to aliens. But if the aliens are, you know, if they're just here to kill us, if they're here to take us out, yeah, I can, I can, I can actually believe that too, because that would be the way of things. You know, you know, life is not about necessarily being unfair. Unfairness is more so about what life is. Uh, or what we see in life uh, tends to be a lot more unfair. And a lot of that has to come down to survival of the fittest. And if you find something out there that could wipe you out, if uh, there's a group of creatures out there that could take you down, you know, for any sense of territory or whatever else and resources, heck, they will do it because look at what human beings will do to each other if given the opportunity and left unchecked. So uh, that's my episode, okay? That's my episode on aliens. Uh, I, I don't mean to bring it to an abrupt halt, but uh, my time is being cut short a little bit this morning uh, as I, I, I got some other things to run to. But I promise to get these episodes out, so I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to stick to some due diligence here with some discipline and try to make some things happen here on the show. So uh, thanks for tuning in here on The Writer's Lens for this alien edition of Stories I Like, Love, and Hate. Uh, be ready to chat, uh, check in another week or so with another episode and try to bring these out a little bit more frequently for you guys. So thanks again for listening. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. If you have not already, uh, share with a friend, start a conversation, enjoy it, and I will chat with you guys soon. This is JCL Felto for The Writer's Lens.